What's up, guys? Welcome to the Don't Forget to Love podcast with me, Mara Sullivan. Today's episode is mainly about wisdom, maturity, having more of a sense of wholesomeness in your life. I don't even know if that's a word, but having a more wholesome life. Um, I'll be talking about the biggest lessons that I have learned from some of my favorite influential, successful people in the world who I look up to and admire. I've mentioned before that I was raised by a single mom. She did not have me until she was 39. And so almost 40, which is actually becoming more common, but 25 years ago, that was not the norm at all. Um, But one of the advantages I experienced from being raised by a mom who had me later in life was that she was in a place where she was stable and mature and had life experience. And I was also raised around her friends who were also that age and older. And so I grew up around more mature, just seasoned people. I joke that I'm a grandma, but I really am. Like I have such an old soul. I remember when I started college at 16, one of my friend's moms like asked me, aren't you scared of being around all those older people like on campus and you're like still a kid basically and that thought never even crossed my mind because I have just always fit in more with people who are older than me than with people my age I don't stay out late I can't hang I'm in bed before 9 p.m. I do not party I don't smoke I've only been to a club once the bars are not my scene Basically, I like to go to work, go to church, read, eat good food, and sleep. Like, that's pretty much my life. You guys know that I love a good show. I love going to a concert. I love taking a nice trip, but it has to be like in a relaxing, stress-free, drama-free way. I do not go out every weekend. I like being home. When I do go out, it just has to be worth it. Not always just like going out just to go. I work a lot, and so I have like to I work a lot and have a lot that I'm doing and that I want to do and so I just have to be intentional about my energy I love having fun I love having a good time but it's more of a lifestyle for me like I just have fun things that I enjoy doing on a daily basis but I will be talking about having a more wholesome rich fulfilled life like think country music vibes you know how like a lot of country music is just about a good life and being happy with the things that matter. I love country music because it's about real life and real things that matter. There's a really great country song by Jordan Davis called By Dirt. If you have never heard it, definitely go listen to that song after this. It's one of the biggest songs of the year. He might have released it last year. Like it's not an old song, but it has great lyrics buy dirt, find the one you can't live without, get a ring, let your knee hit the ground, do what you love and call it work, and throw a little money in the plate at church, send your prayers up and your roots down deep, add a few limbs to your family tree, and watch their pencil marks and the um, and the grass in the yard all grow up, because the truth about it is, it all goes by real quick, you can't buy happiness, but you can buy dirt. Obviously, I just like talked it, and he sings it in a much better way, um, but it's such a simple but really, really beautiful song like most country songs, but that's kind of the vibe of this episode, just like down home, comforting, southern hospitality, think grandma's house. If I ever like change the name of this podcast, that's literally what I would change it to because it's basically my whole personality, like grandma's house is is who I am as a person also huge side note that actually proves my point my friend London came over if you're listening hey love you but last Friday she came over to watch the Kardashians and I asked her which one of the Kardashians I was most like and she said I kid you not like hand on the bible she said the Kardashian that I am most like 
is Chris Jenner. Like what? Like not only is that the biggest compliment I have ever or will ever receive in my life, but she didn't even say one of the sisters. Like if anything, I thought maybe Courtney because she's the oldest. Like I said, I know I have like an older personality, so I was like maybe Courtney. She's the oldest. She loves Disney and romance like I do. Maybe Kim because I work a lot. But no, like she just skipped straight to Chris freaking Jenner, the one who is the actual grandmother and is 67 years old and is the number one businesswoman on the planet. Like I told London, my friend who um, said I was like Chris, like I want that put on my headstone at the gravesite. Like I was compared to Chris Jenner and I'm completely happy if that's how I'm, re- I'm remembered. Like, thank you. <laughs> but like I was saying, not your grandma. Um, or like I was saying, like, think about that older person in your life. Even if it's not your grandma, then someone who just gives you warm hug vibes, like someone who you're always welcome in their home. They always feed you. They might give you tough love when you need it, but it's for your own good. I feel like that era or that generation of grandmas just isn't much of a thing as much of a thing as it used to be. Um, but you guys just still get the idea of what I'm talking about. So let's jump in to some ways to be more wholesome, more grounded. By the way, the definition of wholesome is just being conducive to good health and physical well-being, also moral well-being. Basically, anything wholesome is good for you. So just think healthy, good for you, comfort, clean, trustworthy, decent, safe, secure, all the good things, wise, real things that actually matter and are beneficial and just make you feel better and make your like make you feel good and make your life better. A very easy way to be more wholesome is to spend time with people, I would say, 10 plus years older than you. America is literally the only society that kind of like discards elders because youth is just so idolized here but in other cultures the seniors are on the highest pedestal obviously like because they have all of the life experience and all of the wisdom of course this does not mean that all elders are wise and all young people don't know anything but any family members or teachers or co-workers in your life who are older than you and who have you know things about them that you like or have done things that you want to do spend time with them make sure that you ask them questions get to know them and they don't all have to be like retirement age if you are in your 20s spend time with people who are in their 30s and 40s and learn from them but especially that 60 and over crowd like there's just something about being 60 and over and spending time with them that is just like nothing compares to it so definitely Um, Find some people in your life who are older than you and, like I said, just sit down, talk to them, learn about them, ask them about their life, how they got to where they are, and just see what you can get from them. Trust me, it'll be a lot. Um, The point of having a wholesome life is pretty much for, um, like, for more of a feel, to feel whole, like literally that's the root of the word wholesome, more whole, more fulfilled. And the easiest way for most of us to feel more fulfilled, especially in this current day and age, is just to get off our phones as much as possible and do things in real life. Basically do more things every day or at least every week that do not involve your phone. Spending time with people, looking at them instead of looking at your phone. Hobbies like cooking, cleaning, baking, gardening, sports, reading books, magazines, the Bible, like literally anything. Journaling, cleaning, any type of art, writing, whatever it is. Also doing things in silence, whether it's a silent walk, 
while you're eating or having coffee or tea, just doing those things in silence sometimes, cooking, cleaning, most of us are just stimulated and have something on in the background at all times. So try doing something, even if it's just 10 minutes in complete silence. I love having background music on while I work or um, I like having a podcast on while I cook or clean, but I try to be intentional every day about making sure that I am doing things in silence. It gives you a chance to think more clearly. It's just so hard to just be quiet nowadays. And I think a lot of people don't even know how to handle silence. Just like a lot of people get anxious about being alone, the same thing happens to a lot of people with silence. So make sure that you add intentional quiet time to your day. Um, if you're not if you're not doing it already, another way to be more fulfilled is to make sure you are living for yourself and not for other people. When you're young, you feel like you have to impress and please and be somebody and get people to like you. When in reality, it is you like you need to like yourself and live your life like you truly like yourself. Not just love yourself. We hear that all the time, um, but live like you actually genuinely like yourself. We should not have to wait until we're sixty to live on our own terms and live for ourselves, not just for other people. We should be doing that right now. So let's move on to a few of my favorite well-known public figures who are all over 40 and what I have learned from listening to them, reading their interviews, um, reading some of their books, articles, things I've come across that have inspired me. They're both men and women on this list. I'm pretty sure if you're listening, you'll know who all of them are. <laughs> you know, like if you live in America and you you know, have been on the internet ever, you know, these people, um, they're all very different. But one thing that they all have in common is hard work, and also not letting age determine what they can and cannot do. The first one I will talk about since I just mentioned her is Chris Jenner, who is currently 67 years old. It goes without saying that Chris Jenner is one of the smartest people on the planet. I always say love or hate the Kardashians. Chris Jenner has made sure that her family has capitalized on and multiplied the wealth that they already had as much as possible. The reason I have so much respect for her and for the family is because number one, they're women. And two, Chris in particular being a woman and a woman who did not start this whole empire until she was over the age of 50 has redefined businesswoman and has also removed the stigma of age limiting how much a person can do. We all know they're, priv they're a privileged family and none of them started from scratch. But Chris took the regular like rich white people money and status and connections that they already had and she multiplied the heck out of it. And money aside, starting a career in the hardest industry like possible the hardest industry in the world is entertainment starting a career in that over the age of 50 with five girls after losing the love of her life and having to start over is not an easy thing to do so I have so much respect for her the biggest lesson that I have learned from Kris Jenner is do not let the outside world um, and what people are saying stop you from living your life or losing your focus. Basically, I think something we can all learn from her is to keep your eyes on the prize. If you know you can do something or you want to do it, do not let outside noise stop you from moving forward. A few Kris Jenner quotes that I love are retirement is a word I will never use. Having something that keeps you going will make you live longer. She also said every time she has a birthday, she starts focusing on her health. 
herself and thinking about what she needs to do to take care of herself and be um, the best she can possibly be. She's like just a great reminder to take good care of yourself. Um, That's something that I have learned from her as well. The next one on the list is a beautiful man we all know and love, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, known to the world as The Rock. The Rock is currently 51 years old, and unless you're living under a rock, you know that Dwayne Johnson is one of the most fit people in the world. I do not know another actor who even compares to him being in such great shape. I have always been a fan of The Rock since that Disney movie, Game Plan. If you guys are my age, you definitely remember Game Plan, and it's probably when you first saw The Rock, too. Um, That's how most of my generation came to know him, and of course, all the Fast and Furious movies. The thing that's always stood out to me about The Rock, besides his insane body, is that he's just always seemed like a really great man. Like, you know how some people just have a genuine down-to-earth vibe, and you can tell at their core, they're just good people. Like, he's always been like that to me. Like, he's not just putting it, like, putting the smile on for the cameras, or just having, like, a nice guy personality for his PR team or public image, but he really is just, like, one of those people you can tell. Um, he's like that in real life. There's so much that I have learned from him by just being a fan and reading um, his magazine interviews and live talks and his social media and stuff. Like he's a really great follow, by the way, if you're not following The Rock on social media, his content is so motivating. I would say the biggest lesson I have learned from him and hearing about his life story is to have a happy place, whether it's a physical, like actual place or a mental state you can go to when you need solitude or you need to be in a zone. We all know The Rock's happy place is the gym, any gym, his home gym when he's home. That's his happy place. Um, when he is shooting movies, he has a, he has separate tour buses with his mobile gym. The gym for him is his everything. It's his sanctuary, his peace. He calls it his anchor, his meditation. The gym is his rock, <laughs> pun intended. And the reason it's so important to have a happy place is because life is a lot. It is overstimulating most of the time. It's chaotic. It's stressful. It's like constant whiplash all the time with really high highs. And then we all go through low lows and things are always changing. And we're all in a rat race and trying to do so many things and deal with so many things. It can get overwhelming. And having somewhere that just brings you peace and makes you feel safe is so important. For me, my happy place is home. I love being home. I am a homebody. Home is where everything I love is in one place. My TV, my bed. I love my bed. My tea, coffee, uh, food, snacks, books, journals, mugs, sweaters, blankets, candles. Everything that makes me feel good is in one place. I love being home. And home can be anywhere. Like I'm not attached to a particular address. But anywhere I live where I can have my favorite things under one roof, it does not have to be a mansion or anywhere extravagant. I just need a nice, nice, safe space with all the little simple things that I love. Being able to have peace at home is a flex that we do not talk about enough because if the place you sleep every night is full of stress and chaos, it affects everything else in your life. So think about what your happy place is. 
um, or what it can be and how it's somewhere you can go to when you need to escape or you need comfort, wherever it is. Another huge lesson I have learned from The Rock is his quote, there is no substitute for hard work. This is so true. Pay your dues, put in those hours. There is no easy way to get where you're trying to go. There's no substitute for hard work. I also love love that he says many people can work hard for a brief period. Few can do it on a sustained basis over a long period of time. You have to... Um, You have to be like the hardest worker in the room and you have to do it over a long period. The last thing I will say about The Rock goes back to what I was saying about him earlier and him seeming like just a good guy. He says you can be a nice guy and get ahead if you behave. He says if you behave with empathy and care, you will actually increase your chances of success. I love this because we've all seen people get ahead by stepping on top of other people or putting other people down to make themselves look better, and it never ends up well. We've all heard that quote, nice guys finish last, and even if that's true, they're happier and have more peace than the, than the person who was the opposite of nice so like think about like the tortoise and the hare um slow and steady wins the race most of the time next up on the list is the actual queen of working hard over a long period of time and paying her dues miss oprah winfrey who is 69 years old something that is not talked about enough when it comes to oprah winfrey's success is the fact that she was legit on everybody's tv screen every single day for 25 years straight like aside from being a great journalist and acting and making great financial investments she was on tv five days a week for 25 years like that the stamina and consistency to just show up in front of a live audience mind you like she this is not pre-recorded tv like she is in front of people live every single day like live audience and then millions of people watching her at the same time and like every single day for over two decades that is a very very hard thing to do I say this all the time especially when it comes to public figures who people hate on or um who like a lot of people like hate on people who are extremely wealthy but jealousy makes absolutely no sense to me because I know how hard it is to achieve and then maintain a certain level of success. The Oprah Winfrey Show aired a total of 4,561 episodes and people nowadays think they should be successful after posting two YouTube videos. Like what? No. Like put in the work for the first 500 videos or episodes or whatever you're trying to do and then see where you are. Put in those first 10,000 hours and then see where you are. Let's just see, you know, how you're doing after the first 1,000 products sold or clients that you've had. Oprah Winfrey is one of the most consistent, hardest working people in history. Um, Do you know like how hard it is, number one, to get on TV and then to have your own TV show as a black person and then as a black woman and then stay on the air for 25 seasons and interview everyone from presidents to actors to singers to stay at home moms to people in prison to the KKK like literally like all these people and everyone in between that is so freaking hard to do again 4,561 episodes and that was just her TV show career which ended when she was 57 years old she could have happily easily retired like being close to 60 
at the time and having so much success from the show and being in movies. But then she decides to start her own network and do podcasts and write books and expand her book club and keep doing her magazine. Like all of this is in her 60s. Like and people like in their 20s are sitting around complaining about working a nine to five and not getting paid enough. Like you are in the prime of your life. You can work more than one job. We are living in a world where a lot of people want things to just be handed to them. None of us are entitled to anything. Put in those 4,561 episodes for 25 years and then complain about how hard you work. Like Most of us are literally just starting out. There is no reason to complain about how little you have, even if it's just... Um, like year, if you're only on year one or year two or year three, put things into into perspective, no matter like wh- where you are. The biggest lesson that I have learned from Oprah Winfrey is to pay your dues. You guys know it is something I talk about all the time. I am such a believer in hard work and being consistent because so many people I know in their 20s and 30s do things for two minutes and then get mad that they're not seeing immediate results. That comes from, that goes for everything. Work, fitness, you know, whatever goals people have, they seem to, you know, give up after doing it for less than 24 hours sometimes. Like, it's, it just doesn't make sense. Do the work, show up every single day, and be consistent for a long period period of time, and then see where you are. Number four is someone who literally could not retire if he tried, Mr. Tom Brady, who is 46 years old. He is the youngest person on my list, but I had to include him on here because he is one of my personal biggest inspirations. I have so much respect for people who do what they love and do it well, but who also don't brag about how great they are. They just show up day in and day out and do their job and stay quiet. The reason I love Tom Brady is because he never had much to say, and that's like very smart and very unusual for an athlete who is actually the greatest quarterback of all time. Every single time Tom Brady has been asked about being the best quarterback, he always answers the question praising how great his other teammates are and how easy they are making his job or made. He is retired now, but we all know he um, retired and then came back and now he's retired again. He has never once publicly praised himself. Obviously, he knows how great he is. And when he is not in front of the camera, I know he has to say to himself, like, I'm the shit. Like, he has to know that because he actually is. We all know that he knows. But I love the humility. And a great quote by him is that hard work and humility are a killer combination. And every single thing that I have read about him, he lets other people sing his praises and he is not arrogant. Everyone that I've read who has met or interviewed Tom Brady said that he comes off as someone who just really, really loves what he does and genuinely wanted to do that for as long as he could, which we all know that he did. He also made other people better at what they at what they do. Being in the NFL for 23 years could not have been easy. He had to constantly adapt to working with new players every season. And no one he's played with has had, for the most part, we all know, like, there's always a few people. But for the most part, no one who has played with him has had anything bad to say about him, which is also very, very rare, especially for someone is in his position. His teammates used to leave jerseys and things for him to sign for their family and friends or for charity and stuff in a separate locker 
for Tom Brady to sign. And after every game, he would stay and sign every single thing in the locker. Like, I would not have had anything bad to say about him either. Like, the point is humility and just showing up to do your job goes a very, very long way. He is also just the poster child for consistency and taking good care of your body and letting other people talk about how great you are, not yourself, and doing your good in secret, not on display all the time. Martha Stewart is a, another one of my favorite people. She is 82 years old and she is similar to Kris Jenner in the sense that she does not believe in retirement. She was also in a lot of ways the first lifestyle influencer. She created a brand based off of herself and that had not really been done before her, not on the scale and in the way that she did it. I love Martha Stewart for so many reasons, but she normalized and combined being a working, successful, independent businesswoman with being a domestic homemaker who loves to cook and decorate and take care of the husband and kids all at the same time. She really is the definition of you can do it all. And one thing I really love about her is that she is so unapologetic about being a perfectionist. She, again, also believes in hard work, not being lazy and doing things to the best of your ability. And you really can make a career out of doing what you love. You just have to put the work in. Number six is arguably the best, most successful actor movie star in the world, Mr. Tom Cruise, who is 61 years old. Like, where do I even start when it comes to talking about Tom Cruise? My biggest takeaway from Tom Cruise, and by the way, if you have not watched, um, what is it called? The last, I believe it's called The Last Movie Star. I'm going to post it on my Instagram and on my limit eight so you guys can see it but his is just a documentary talking about him it is phenomenal um i believe it's called the last movie star but my biggest takeaway from tom cruise is his quote the key to success in life is not just about hard work but also about the adaptability to the changes around you this goes back to just how hard it, it is to be consistent for an actor to stay relevant and to be just as famous at 61 as he was at 25 is not normal, nor is it easy to do. He said in an interview, we cannot stop the world from changing, but we can adapt to the world and make um, change part of our success. So make it your mantra to constantly learn and improve at what you do. If you remain the same for the next 10 years, you will either be out of your job or you will be out of your business. Um, that was one of the best quotes by him. I love this so much because life is all about changing, evolving, growing, and getting better, not worse as we get older. I think my favorite thing about Tom Cruise is he pushes himself so far. He has always done all of his like stunts himself, even in the last Mission Impossible, which is like just hands down one of the best movies of all time now. I cannot even imagine his routine to stay in that kind of shape, to be able to do the stunts at that age and do them successfully while also making it look so effortless and being so hot. Like his his looks just go without saying. <laughs> like everyone on this list has had work done. There is still like like even like when people get work done, there's only so much a surgeon can do. Like they have all done their part in taking care of themselves. And you can really, really tell how hard, you know, they are all you can tell how well they're taking care of themselves by how hard they all 
all still working and how good they all look. I forgot to mention this when talking about Martha Stewart, but she just did the cover of Sports Illustrated at 61. She is the oldest person ever to be on the cover, and she did it wearing swimsuits, and she looks absolutely amazing. Another takeaway that I learned from Tom Cruise is to stop working on what's not working. A lot of times it can be hard to find balance between knowing when to stop doing something because it's not working and knowing when to keep doing something because it will work eventually. And I think in order to know whether or not you need to stop or keep doing something, you have to be really in tune with your intuition. And if you're a person of faith, for me, prayer always works. I will get signs that I should or shouldn't do something, or I'll have that gut feeling that I believe is the Holy Spirit telling me yes or no. Deep down, I believe we all know what to do to a certain extent. And remember, no one knows you better than you. And just like we should stop working on what's not working, Tom Cruise says that the opposite is also true. We have to work on what is working. He says we do not always need to reinvent the wheel. Just focus on focus and work on what is working great for others. And you can model the same system and use it for your own. The last thing I will say about Tom Cruise that I love is his quote. The important thing is to be relaxed in your work. The same thing in life. Do not make everything too too intense then you can let everything go and um you know you won't be trying so hard everything especially in the world right now is so intense all the time and part of the reason hard work is important is so that you can have some breathing room and relax in the long run tom cruise is also a great reminder to get out of your comfort zone the last three i will talk about them kind of all together because they're such iconic actresses Meryl Streep she is my personal favorite actress of all time Julie Andrews and Jane Fonda Meryl Streep is 74 years old and she is just in a class all her own like she is the textbook definition of beautiful I mean no one really compares she's just another one of those people like The Rock who I believe what you see is actually what you get like you can tell she is that elegant and that motherly like person in real life an interviewer who sat down with Meryl Streep in person describes her as consistent impressive but down home glamorous but still intimidated by those who know too much about her impressive but down home is like the goal for me like that is my new life's mantra yeah like that is so accurate for me impressive but down home there is nothing like someone who is just down home welcoming motherly warm soft down to earth a great quote by Meryl Streep is rather than changing I think your yourself emerges more clearly over time I love this because I think we all do just become more ourselves over time when we're young it's common to let other people tell us who we are or we try to become what other people want us to be. And then at a certain point, most of us realize we can only be who we are. The number one thing I've learned from Meryl Streep is to hold myself to a certain level of elegance and class. And it's more of a mindset, lifestyle, and how I carry myself more than the clothes I'm wearing. Speaking of elegance and class, Julie Andrews is, she just has this whole category on lock. She is 88 years old. I was introduced to Julie Andrews in The Princess Diaries, but by now I have seen all of her major films, Mary Poppins, of course, My Fair Lady, The Sound of Music, everything in between. 
which by the way are all musicals that Julie Andrews of course sang in and in doing my research on her for this episode I found out that she actually has not been able to sing since the late 90s early 2000s she actually developed a cyst cyst on her vocal cords and had a complication with that surgery and has not been able to sing since and I was reading in an interview she did talking about not being able to sing and she said she was in denial about it for a year um, thinking that you know the healing process was just taking longer than most people but she finally had to accept that she really could not sing anymore of course she said she was grateful that it happened towards the end of her singing career instead of in the beginning but it's just a really good reminder to use your gifts and talents to the best of your ability every single day because you never know when you won't be able to anymore Of course, she's been in tons of movies since then, um, but she has not actually sang in any movies since the 90s. When she did sing in The Princess Diaries 2, it was more of like a talk singing, you know, it wasn't like the big singing that she was known for. Um, But she said like that was definitely very emotional for her to do because she had not sung in, um, I think she said like almost over a decade. So it had been a long time since she sung. My favorite story of Julie Andrews is that even though she was super successful doing the stage version of My Fair Lady, Audrey Hepburn was cast in the movie version because Audrey Hepburn, who I love, by the way, had more notoriety than Julie Andrews. Of course, Julie Andrews was upset about that, but because she was available, Disney offered her the part for Mary Poppins, which defined her entire career. She won an Oscar, a Golden Globe, and a Grammy for Mary Poppins, and so my biggest takeaway from Julie Andrews is that not getting the part might be your big break. And another important lesson from her, like I said, is just to know how to do more than one thing because you never know what could happen. Her not being able to sing anymore is such a tragedy, but she still had her acting skills and she has directed films and written books. And so know how to do more than one thing. Um, Last but not least, Jane Fonda. I love her so, so much. I think she is so fierce and fabulous. Jane Fonda is 85 years old. She was actually diagnosed with cancer last year, but it is now in remission. Thank God. I love her so, so much. My favorite quote from her is that older does not equal dead. The way she has used her age to her advantage in like all these years still making movies and shows and just being almost more famous for her roles in her 60s like after her like after she turned 60 then the roles that she had when she was younger is just so inspiring book club is one of my top five favorite movies of all time i love her show grace and frankie in an interview she said assuming good health life actually gets easier after 50 there's less hostility less anxiety more of a sense of well-being she said most people have no idea of that you have this long expanse behind you you know what to avoid you've been through grief and financial upheaval upheaval and you've survived been there done that and that is the perfect quote to sum up this episode because getting older is such a blessing and there is a sense of just like she said overall well-being after you've been through life and you should be able to relax and sit back when you're older and not have to try so hard she said staying healthy and fit is so important and even more so when you get older a young body is filled with forgiveness when you get old if you turn into a couch potato you are asking for trouble so this is the so the most important thing when you get older is to keep moving walking 
keeping up your flexibility, keep up your good strength. That is such a great quote from um, Jane Fonda. I know her being in good health and taking care of herself definitely helped her to recover when she had cancer. I always say anything can happen even if you do take care of yourself, but at least when you take care of yourself, your body has a better chance of being able to fight off infections and diseases and she is definitely proof of that. I hope you guys got some wisdom and some perspective about life from this episode. Think about your life at 60 and over and what you want your life to look like, health, finances, family, and work backwards. What do you need to be doing now to get to that place? What can you do now to set yourself up for that life? At 24, for me, it feels like I have all the time in the world, but every single older person will tell you that time for them went by so fast. What do you need in order to be able to say, I have lived a great life? What do you want to leave behind? What are you doing all this for? That's why I always talk about being intentional all the time. Are you wasting time? How are you wasting time? What are you wasting time on? Life is so short. It goes by so fast. Do not waste your time. Make sure you think about um, what little moments make you happy and how you can do more of those in your everyday life, whether it's being around kids or a pet or um, doing a hobby, wherever you feel like you're in your element. It can be a ton of different things, but those um, remember to do more of those little moments of joy. That is it for this episode, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you are following this podcast and have it saved to your library so that you do not miss any episodes from me. Also, make sure that you share, rate, and review this podcast. It helps me out a ton. DM me anytime with questions or topics you want me to cover. My Instagram is at Mara P. Sullivan. You can also find me on Lemon 8 at Mara P. Sullivan. And you can now message me on Lemon 8 too. So you can hit me up on there anytime as well. Remember, no matter what your life may look like right now, no matter how young or old you might be, do not forget to love. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.